This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki in New Plymouth, thanks to New Zealand On Air. For more local content, search for accessradiotaranaki.com. Welcome to the award-winning Folk Music Hour. Welcome to our annual program to mark Martin Luther King Day, observed in the US this year on January the 15th. I'm Davey. You know, one didn't have to be black or even religious to feel the pain of Dr. King's murder in the same year as R.F. Kennedy, 1968, when we all wondered if America had taken leave of its senses. The national holiday around the time of Dr. King's birth date both reminds us and represents the black struggle for emancipation and equality everywhere. This year, I thought I'd dig deep and try to find out where black folk music came from and what happened to it. The African instrument being played here is the ekonting, a startling forerunner of the frailing or clawhammer banjo of old timey, first played by black musicians in the Appalachian Piedmont, then adopted and adapted by folk and mountain music enthusiasts all over the world. Singing a love song for her baby boy, this artist is Eliza Diedu. <laughs> Eliza Diedu from Senegal, one of the few women to play the instrument and the first to pursue a living as a professional accounting player. Check her out on the tube and note the shorter string in her double thumbing. Here's Greg Adams of the Smithsonian. origin of old-timey music, which in my youthful naivety I used to think was due to the genius of the Scots-Irish immigrants into Appalachia. Now, feeling somewhat chastened, I'm uncovering the facts and hearing that the banjo, America's descendant of the Aconting, sounds remarkably close to its roots, especially as here in a C minor tuning. drill down into the cliché that the African brought the banjo to America. As if they had a baggage allowance? What they did bring on those slave ships was their imagination, the one thing the slavers couldn't steal from them. They brought the memory of the accounting and the curious shorter string for the thumb, the memory of that da da rhythm, and you can hear it in the background, which would evolve over nearly two centuries both musically and technically, 
and in the first half of the 20th century would be enthusiastically embraced by white musicians and become this. Roscoe Holcomb, Flat Tack with Black-Eyed Susie. Earlier this year in a program called Juneteenth, our webpage has the podcast, we investigated the reclaiming of the banjo by African-American musicians. For the best part of a century, they'd turned their back on the banjo because whites had co-opted it, and to add insult to injury, blacked up for minstrel comedy shows, rubbing salt into the wounds of slavery. First they take your body, then they take your culture. Black and white minstrelsy eventually got laughed off of TV for the racist trope it is. But meanwhile, a new generation of black artists said in effect, we invented this, we're taking it back. Rhiannon Giddens has centuries of musical history wrapped up in her banjo, and she often plays an older fretless instrument with a softer tone that I like a lot. and emerging from the first black banjo gathering held in Boone, North Carolina in April 2005, Rhiannon and Dom Flemons and Sula Greg Wilson formed a trio, calling themselves the Carolina Chocolate Drops. Their album titled Genuine Negro Jig has this gem. Shoes and drinking booze, it goes against the Bible. 
yellow necktie will make you die and cause you lots of trouble. Street cars and whiskey bars and kissing pretty women. Women, yeah, that's the end of a terrible beginning. And cornbread and butter beans and you cross the table. Eating in beans and making love as long as I am able. Pouring corn and cotton too and when the day is over. Ride the mule and cut the fool and look. It ought to be unlawful. Silk holes and frilly clothes is just a waste of money. Come with me and stay with me and say you'll be my honey. And cornbread and butter beans and you cross the table. Eating beans and I'm making love as long as I am able. Blowing corn and cotton too. And when the day is over, ride the mule and cut the fool and look again all over. Carolina Chocolate Drops with jug and bones and a fiddle sound that suggests the bluesy stylings of old-timey fiddle owe a deep debt to black Americans too. After all, the music of a black man living on the Munro land near Rosine, Kentucky had a deep influence on the boyhood of Bill Munro, who grew up to wear the sobriquet The Father of Bluegrass. Along with Alison Russell, Layla McCalla and Amethyst Keir, Rhiannon Giddens created Our Native Daughters. Their celebrated album has this.
knew I could fly. The Four Artists album is an African-American legacy recording from the National Museum of African-American History and Culture. Our native daughters channel the spirit of Bob Marley in his song, Slave Driver. Catch a fire You're gonna get 
Powerful stuff, retaining its reggae feel, following the thread of black female oppression down to the present day, reminding us that slavery isn't just an American legacy, but a French and Spanish and Portuguese one too, in the Caribbean and Central and South America. Another artist who weaves the banjo into his music is Otis Taylor. Taylor with Hit From The Left. It may be oversimplifying things to say that the songs of slavery, African singing which became the field hollers and laments that evolved into the blues, are the wellspring of most music played today outside the glittering theatres and opera houses of Europe and Manhattan, but the fact remains that we wouldn't have jazz or rock and roll otherwise, and the link from the slave song to the blues to gospel and the ballad rings true here. The Sheffield-born singer Richard Hawley and friends give us Shallow Brown. Found a way to leave you Shallow, shallow brown Found a way to leave you Shallow, shallow brown Leaving in the morning Shallow Leaving in the morning Shallow, oh, shallow brown Shipped aboard a whaler Shallow, oh, shallow brown Shipped aboard a whaler Shallow Master's going to sell me Shallow, oh, shallow brown 
Sell me to a Yankee. Shallow, oh, shallow brown. Sell me for a dollar. Shallow, oh, shallow brown. Great big Spanish dollar. Across those distant mountains, shallow, shallow ground. Drink from a crystal fountain, shallow, shallow ground. Love you so, Juliana. So, Juliana, shallow, oh, shallow brown. My ship it sails tomorrow. Shallow, oh, shallow brown. My heart is filled with so much sorrow. Found a way to leave you. Shallow, shallow ground. Found a way to leave you. Shallow, shallow ground. The beautifully sung Shallow Brown, Richard Hawley, joined by the Smoke Fairies. Since the blues is the enduring musical form that grew out of African-American history, let's enjoy some music from a few of the great blues artists, starting with our mentor, Bill Brunsey, whose definition of folk music is our lodestar. I wonder why that southbound train don't run I wonder why that southbound train don't run. Lord, you don't need no telling, little girl. You know what you done. Stand at a station. Lord, just waiting for a train I was standing at a station Lord, just waiting for a train Lord, deep down in my poor heart Lord, that light on aching pain Mr. Conductor Man Please let me ride your train Mr. Conductor Man Please let me ride your train 
God, I'm in trouble And I'm a miserable man I'm on my way to the lowland Please take my last dime I'm on my way to the lowland Please take my last dime Lord, I want to make it to the lowland So I can have a happy mind Stand at a station Watching the train go by Stand at a station Live watching the train go by Lord, I got a broken heart Tears hanging in my Big Bill sang us Southbound Train. If you snap the neck off a bottle and slip it on your finger, you could get a slide sound that imitated the voice. Though a bit of metal tubing could do the job with less chance of blood. Mississippi Fred McDowell brought bottleneck slide to the blues. plugged in, well, you can hear the beginnings of country music and rock and roll. Yeah, 
Take 'em on down, Fred McDowell. And when a chap called McKinley Morganfield played, that slide got under your skin. Chicago artist who called himself Muddy Waters and gave the world a line that would become a magazine title and the name of some blues wannabes from Kent and London. Just before I was born, I got a boy child coming, gonna be, he gonna be a rolling stone, sure enough be the rolling stone, sure enough be the rolling stone. Rolling Stone by Muddy Waters, 
declared 17th of the 100 greatest artists of all time by Rolling Stone magazine. Well, they had to, really. You with the Folk Music Hour, made at Access Radio Taranaki in New Plymouth and supported by New Zealand On Air. Pop Folk Music Hour in your search thingy and have a scroll through our podcasts for something or someone that rows your boat. We're celebrating black artists and achievements as we do every year around Martin Luther King Day because, well, the music's so good. A fellow who made a significant contribution to American life was named Booker T. Washington, an educator, author, orator and advisor to several U.S. presidents between about 1890 and 1915. Washington was from the last generation of black American leaders born into slavery and became the leading voice of the former slaves and their descendants who were newly oppressed by the discriminatory Jim Crow laws enacted in southern states in that era. A graduate of Tuskegee Institute, rather than directly challenging segregation and the disenfranchisement of black voters in the South, Washington promoted education and entrepreneurship for his people and became famous throughout the states. Curiously, American children were given the names of famous people, often presidents, as in Woodrow Wilson Guthrie. One such was Booker T. Washington White. Born on a farm near Houston, Mississippi, he came to be known as Booker White, with a phonetic spelling B-U-K-K-A, and turned out to be a powerful singer playing a steel-body resonator guitar. This is Jitterbug Swing. Come on, you women. That's a duty, ditty bug swing. Come on, you women. That's a duty, ditty bug swing. When you do the ditty bug swing, then you know you will be doing anything. swing and this is his famous fixing to die blues I'm looking fun in my eyes 
Believe I'm fixing to die. Believe I'm fixing to die. I'm looking funny in my eyes. Believe I'm fixing to die. I know I was born to die, but I ain't leave my children crying. There's the show we lay at it. So we bound to die. So we bound to die. There's the show we live. So we bound to die. I know I was born to die, but I ain't to leave my children crying. Your mother treated me, children, like I was her baby child. Was her baby child. Your mother treated me like I was her baby child. That's why I tried so hard to come back home to die. So many nights at the fireside, how my children mother would cry, how my children mother would cry. So many nights at the fireside, how my children mother would cry. Cause I told the mother I had to say goodbye. Look who we got up on the barren ground, on the barren ground. Look who we got on the barren ground Young stand ten thousand Standing still let me down now, Booker White's mother's sister was the maternal grandmother of Riley B. King, another great singer of the blues known as B.B. Here's a perfect 12-bar blues with a bridge, a horn section, the works, bringing the blues into modern time. Less than before 
Hummingbird 
and before that, Until I'm Dead and Cold. Still singing in his 80s, the great B.B. King was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1987 and is considered one of the most influential blues musicians of all time, one of the three kings of the blues guitar, along with Albert King and Freddie King, none of whom are related. Booker White, who we played earlier on, was the first cousin of B.B. King's mother. Will Hodgkinson, writing in the Times about B.B. and the rise of blues in the Mississippi Delta, describes the area as a muddy expanse of floodplain where an empire of cotton was grown on the backs of slaves and their descendants. B.B. King ran away from the plantation he worked at in 1946 after crashing the owner's tractor and sought out his cousin Booker in Memphis. So began his life as an itinerant bluesman when he died in 2015, aged 90. That life had spanned almost the entire history of blues recording from race records to the billboard charts. I reckon Martin Luther King would have dug that hummingbird, the chorus singers sounding like a gospel choir. We know that an awesome singer once interrupted his preaching leading the congregation in this rousing gospel song. Jackson, of course. It's on YouTube, and King just smiles. There's nothing he can do about it, though you might wish he was singing too. Is it possible that something by white musicians would have appealed to MLK? I don't see why not. What could be more hymn-like than this 1854 parlour song, A Fervent Wish by Stephen Foster, that hard times come again no more? recorded by 50 artists or groups included in many a film. This version is by Bristol UK group The Longest Johns. Let us pause in life's pleasures and count its many tears while we all sorrow with the poor. There's a song that will linger forever in our ears. Oh, hard times come Again, no more. Tis the song, the sigh of the weary. Hard times, hard times come again, no more. Many days you have lingered around my cabin door. Hard times come again, no more.
Hard times come again no more. Popular during the Civil War, soldiers ruefully saying hard tack come again no more, expressing the fervent wish that loss and deprivation would become peace and prosperity for the whole country, including the emancipated slaves, now, like everyone else, eligible for life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. So a parlour song passes into folklore and is now round 2659 in the Folk Song Index. I reckon it would sound pretty perfect in church and Dr King would love it. Is that impertinent? Would he have grinned at this talking blues? If you want to get to heaven, let me tell you how to do Use your feet with a little mutton to it. Stand right out against the devil's hands and slide right over in the promised land. Go easy. Make it easy. Go breathe. Standing in the corner by the mantelpiece, up in the corner by a bucket of grease, I breathed my feet with a little axle grease, went slipping up and down that mantelpiece, hunting matches. Cigarette dough. The The first Talking Blues from 1926. Paddy Griffin, inspired by Martin Luther King Jr.'s I've Been to the Mountaintop speech, wrote and sang this song.
just over the mountain The peaceful Griffin's Up to the Mountain. Regardless of creed, folks felt and still feel for Martin Luther King's bereaved family and can share in the grief of African Americans then and now. And perhaps this last number sums up the relevance of Dr. King in our times. Written in 1772 by John Newton, a former sea captain who became an Anglican curate in the town of Olney in Buckinghamshire, hopefully atoning for his former occupation as a slave trader, this has become a much-loved hymn and is sung by gospel choirs and simple congregations everywhere. But as a symbol of the inclusiveness and cooperation that Martin Luther King Jr. espoused and our planet desperately needs, I've chosen a version of Amazing Grace sung in the Cherokee language by the First Nations trio Walela. Hey, thanks for listening. Bye for now. listening to the Folk Music Hour, a weekly broadcast on Access Radio Taranaki, thanks to New Zealand On Air, Itarangi Te Motu. All our shows are available to podcast. Just search for Folk Music Hour. Kia ora. Hey, Lord,